listening to Marist Connections, a podcast produced by the Marist Alumni Office, which highlights members of the Marist family, including our alumni, students, faculty, staff, coaches, and many more. Hi, everyone. I'm Amy Woods, Executive Director of Alumni Relations and a graduate from the class of 1997. For the fifth season of Marist Connections, we're highlighting student life on campus, interviewing students, coaches, and faculty about their experiences. Today, we're talking with Brian Hawhey, Marist senior Skylar Harrison, and 2019 graduate Mary Vange. Brian Hawhey has been leading the Investment Center at Marist since its inception in 2010. He was specifically recruited due to his 20 years of experience in the securities industry. He founded and oversees the Greystone Equity Fund, a student-managed investment fund that focuses on value investing. He also teaches courses on finance modeling, fixed income analytics, derivatives and risk management, and CFA Level 1 Prep. In addition, he teaches an MBA course on investment analysis. Prior to Marist, Brian led a team in Citigroup's Special Situations Group and created the Hedged Mutual Fund Fee Trust Security. Brian has co-authored a book in the Wiley Finance series entitled Hedging Market Exposures, Identifying and Managing Market Risks. Hi, Brian. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Amy. Mary Vange is currently a valuation associate at J.P. Morgan Chase & Company, where she initially started as a financial analyst. She has been with the company for two and a half years. Mary graduated from Marist in 2019 with a degree in business administration, where she served as a Bloomberg advisor for the School of Management and helped students navigate the Bloomberg terminals. She also served as a summer financial analyst with JP Morgan while at Marist and interned with the Omerta Group in London, where she presented research on blockchain and Bitcoin technology. In addition to her time in London, Mary also studied abroad in Florence, Italy while at Marist. Hi, Mary. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you. Skylar Harrison is a senior at Marist, majoring in business administration. She has served as an interviewer with the Marist Institute of Public Opinion, a Greystone Equity Fund analyst, a School of Management ambassador, a Bloomberg advisor, and on top of that, she plays Division I volleyball. Upon graduation, Skylar will be joining City as a financial analyst. Welcome, Skylar. Hi, thank you. Busy girl. Woo! That was mouthful. So, Brian, I just want to start off with you because I think for a lot of alumni out there, they may not know a lot about this, uh, fairly new at Marist. Can you give us a general overview of the Marist Investment Center and what it has to offer? Sure. The Marist Investment Center is really a replica of a trading floor that you might find at an investment bank. Uh, it's home to about a dozen Bloomberg terminals, which are really the information um, source of, uh, of use in the financial world. And it's a place where all of our finance students and our economics and accounting students can come and research companies, uh, explore financial statements, and really find the information that they need to do their coursework. It's home to our Greystone Equity Fund, which is our student managed fund class in which students manage about $300,000 of real money uh, and also uh, the home to our other advanced finance electives. Are Marist students really enthusiastic about business and especially finance? 
Absolutely. I mean, the proof of that is that you, know, you pass by late at night or at the weekends and you'll find the students here working. But uh, they take their classes uh, really seriously. They're very excited about it. And there's also a very strong and vibrant culture of uh, clubs, such as the Business Club, the Women in Business Club, uh, and the Student Investment Center, where students teach each other about the financial markets and have a lot of fun while they're doing so. So, Skylar, Mary, you're shaking your heads. So you tend to agree? Uh, yeah, especially right now, since I'm a senior, not that I wasn't in the investment center all the time before that, but especially this semester, I'm also taking investment analysis and derivatives um, with Professor Hahi and Professor Finnegan. Um, so I've been in the investment center all day and all night for like this entire semester. So I can definitely attest to that. Yeah. And Mary, you agree? Mary's students are, is, are into this? Yeah, absolutely. One of the reasons why I came to Marist was because the because of the investment center and also because of the Bloomberg terminals and the fact that we were really investing real money and not just fake money. It makes it a lot more tangible and then you feel like you're truly making an impact. Yeah, and just to, to follow up on what Mary says, I think that that's really true. I mean, you, you see it uh, when the student groups and the prospective student groups are passing by. Uh, you know, they all get excited. Certainly the finance students get excited when they see the investment center. And quite a number of them have told me that, yes, like Mary, the reason they came to Marist was because of the investment center here. So it, it certainly pays dividends in more ways than one. So Brian, can you tell us about the Greystone Equity Fund? Sure, uh, that's really a fun class. It's it's the first class really that uh, I was hired to uh, create here at Marist. And like the name suggests, a student managed fund, it's a class in which students manage real money. So we started with $100,000 about 10 years ago, and now we're up over $300,000. And during the class, uh, the semesters, the students learn how to identify stocks, how to pick out stocks that they think are going to perform well. Uh, and they do the research, they write a research report and uh, do all the analysis that's, that's required. And then they make a presentation to the class, to the other students. And then the students themselves vote on whether or not we're going to include that new stock in the portfolio. So I don't really get a decision. Uh, I just keep an eye on what they're doing. But I do tell them that if they lose money, we're going to jack up their tuition next year. <laughs> oh, that's going to go so well with parents. So what are the some of the other finance classes? Um, so right now, uh, in addition to the core finance classes that students take, we have uh, uh, five electives in total. And these are really uh, pretty unique to Marist. Um, I mean, certainly we mentioned the Student Managed Investment Fund, the Greystone Equity Fund. And there are you know, several hundred other schools around the country that have uh, classes like that. But then we also have other very advanced electives. So for instance, we have a fixed income and analytics class where students get really hands-on uh, deep dive look at how the bond markets work, how bonds are priced, how interest rates uh, work, uh, and all of that good stuff. And that, that's really interesting and exciting. Uh, as Skylar mentioned, we also have a derivatives and risk management class where students learn uh, really two tracks. One is they learn about catastrophic failures of risk management in like Bearings Bank, for example, and Lehman Brothers. 
Uh, and the other track is where they learn how those risk management failures might be prevented or mitigated. So they learn how to use futures and options and other derivatives to, to manage a bank's uh, exposures. Uh, then we have a structured finance class where students learn how to build an asset-backed security. And one benefit of that class is that they get to learn some computer programming. Uh, so even if they haven't taken other programming classes, they get to learn this finance, but they also learn some visual basic uh, computer programming at the same time. And then finally, the fifth class that we have at the moment is for students who are interested in pursuing education after Mars by taking the Chartered Financial Analyst uh, program. So that program requires uh, applicants to uh, take and pass three exams. Typically, they do one a year for, for the three years after they graduate. And we have a class that will prepare students to take the first of those three exams. So Mary, did taking these classes, as well as any other finance classes, help prepare you for the interview process on Wall Street? Yes, absolutely. The interview process is accelerated and starts early. I was interviewing for junior year internships after my sophomore year. So if I didn't take senior level courses and electives my freshman and sophomore year, I would have not been prepared for my junior year internship and therefore the job offer after senior year. Because if you don't have a summer internship junior year, you likely won't receive a full-time offer after senior year. And what about you, Skylar? I know you're set for after graduation as well, so this must have worked out for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I applied um, to internships last year around this time. Um, so the first class that I took that was a finance elective with Professor Hahi was my uh, junior fall, which was with fixed income. So I hadn't had like a complete grasp on that topic yet, but I did learn a lot in the weeks uh, at the beginning of the semester learning about fixed that I was able to use enough of that to help me in my interviews. Um, but what really helped me with my interview process was uh, talking with Professor Hahi throughout the entire process. So we went over my resume like probably 10,000 times to make it sound good and look good. Um, and he also helped me with a lot of mock interviews. So then I was kind of prepared for what types of questions that they might ask me. Um, and I could have some questions kind of in uh, the back of my head, just in case that they ask them. And in regards to your internship, do you feel that your Marist education makes you more competitive relative to graduates from other schools? Yes, 100%. Um, when I was at my internship, a lot of the students and my fellow interns were from bigger schools and from Ivy League schools and having taken fixed income in the fall before my internship and then equities the spring before my internship, I had a lot of knowledge um, that they didn't have because they hadn't really taken those types of classes before. And I thought that that kind of helped me stand out. And as well as the other finance classes that we've taken in a lot of presentation, especially in equities, I think we presented every single week. So that kind of helped me with all the presentations that I had to do throughout my summer internship um, and being able to communicate with um, fellow interns, my managers, having coffee chats, whatever else. So it definitely helped me stand out. Yeah, and to piggyback off of what Skylar said, if you only take the four classes that are required by Marius, I don't think I would have gotten to where I am today. 
the extra five electives really help you stand out and really build a base of knowledge so that when you learn new things, you have a little bit of context to go off of. Why do you feel it's important to complete an internship, especially in this field? Well, first you need a couple of internships or just summer jobs in order to get something on your resume as early as possible. And then those can help you get an internship junior year going into senior year. And if you don't have that junior year internship, you likely won't be offered a full-time role after senior year because that's how all of the big finance firms recruit. So if you wanna work at a large firm, especially in New York City, you definitely have to start early and apply the summer after your sophomore year. Yeah, I want to back off of that with what Mary just said. Um, I've been telling like all of like the kids that come to investment club, especially the freshmen and sophomores to start applying and start looking at programs that they can apply to and get into um, that are finance related to get on their resume so that then they stand out when it comes time to apply to like the 10 week internships um, over the summer before their senior year. Um, for me, I didn't do that and I really wish that I had. Um, so I think that it, it was like good timing for me. Um, and then obviously like the prep with Professor Hahi with the interview process, but for sure needing to apply early and get that on your resume is super important. Yeah, and just to follow up and echo what Skylar and Mary said, um, the firms really view these internships as a prolonged interview process. So probably 90, 95% of full-time jobs will go to students who've already interned in the banks. Now that's not to freak our students out and say, well, if you don't have an internship, you're not going to get a full-time job, but it just means that it's going to be that much easier to get the full-time job if you've had the internship already. Brian, do you feel that the size of our program is a benefit to our students? Yes, um, in our classes, we have very small class sizes. So the classes in the investment center, for example, we typically have about 12 to 15 students at a time uh, in each class. And that means that the professors really get to know the students and the students really get to know the professors. So if they you know, have, have questions and they come to office hours, we know who they are. Uh, if they need a letter of recommendation, we know, you know, who they are and what to write about. And even things like um, if I get a call from an alum that there's a job offer, a job opening at a particular investment bank or other financial firm, I know exactly who I can reach out to in the class and say, hey, Jack, hey, Mary, hey, Joe, um, you know, there's this really interesting opportunity. Would you be interested? And if we don't have those, those small class size is we wouldn't be able to do that. And I would say that the smaller class sizes are one of the reasons that it kind of drew me to Marist um, and why I wanted to come here because I wanted to be able to have um, those relationships with my professors um, and get to know them and have them get to know me um, so they can kind of help me out in the future. Mm -hmm. So Mary, you went to Italy on the Aspire program. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, after my freshman year, I and eight other students went abroad to Florence, Italy. Maris has a campus there and it's lovely. Uh, we went with professors Hahi and Finnegan and we took a seven week course taking two main finance courses and then one like one credit course. And I definitely think it accelerated my learning. I was able to take other senior year courses, sophomore year, junior year, because I had the prerequisites from Aspire and it was also really interesting learning in a foreign country. We talked to 
some business leaders in the area. It definitely gave me a new perspective. Very cool. Yeah, and just to, to follow up on that, um, as Mary said, the great thing was that she was able to finish her entire uh, complement of finance classes, required finance classes in her sophomore year. And so that meant that when she was competing against students from other colleges, for example, that she was ahead of them and because she had managed to take some of those finance electives. So really it's a, you know, our study abroad program generally is a very strong competitive advantage for Maris. And I believe we're now number two in the country um, in our category for study abroad, which is pretty amazing. It also was really helpful meeting the professors at such a young age in my like college career, because normally students come in, they might take those courses senior year, and by then it's too late for the professors to give them advice on majors and minors and extra courses. So I was able to talk to Professor Hawhey and Finnegan right after my freshman year. During that summer, I picked up a computer science minor, which I think gave me a competitive advantage. And they definitely informed me of all of the electives that I should be taking, which helped me later on. Mary, if I stick with you for just a second, is there a strong network at some of the big name companies, JP Morgan, Citigroup, Goldman Sachs, and others like that? Yes, actually more recently I've noticed Every couple of years, there are a few people coming in and joining our firms. At JP Morgan, we probably have about 40 people who are recently graduated, I'd say five years or under. And when I was in my two-year rotational program, at the end of the second year, you, quote, graduate the program. And essentially, you have to find a full-time role within the bank, or else you have to find an opportunity external to the firm. And I was approached by a Marist alum who I knew pretty well, and she offered me a role on her team. So it was really nice having that network, especially when, as we've mentioned, a lot of the people within these big firms are from big schools or Ivy Leagues. Yeah, I would definitely agree with Mary because the alumni network was very helpful for me um, when I was applying to my internships just to get really good advice. And I actually got to talk to Mary um, when I was going through that process and she gave me some great advice. So the alumni network definitely helps immensely for like people that are going into their junior and senior year. Um, and it's really important to be able to try to build those connections. And because we're such a small school, I, I feel like there's a huge sense of loyalty. So every time a Marius kid reaches out to me on LinkedIn, I definitely make an effort to call them and talk to them for an hour, walk them through everything, make sure they know the internship process and which courses to take. We do try to push LinkedIn, yes, with the students as an easy way to connect with alumni. Would you be able to tell us about the annual Greystone Equity Fund Dinner? The Greystone Fund Dinner is an opportunity to catch up with your fellow alumni, have a great meal, and network a little bit. I find that when I was in college, I was always trying to search for that job right after college and get my foot in the door. But now that I have my foot in the door, I have a whole career ahead of me. And at some point, you have to think about different moves you might want to make, different roles you might be interested in as your interests change. So it's a great opportunity to talk with your peers who are also your friends and in your industry to see what they're doing and if they have any connections that you could leverage. 
And I think it, just to jump in, I, I think it's a great testament to just the community at Marist and particularly in, in uh, the School of Management and Finance that uh, the students have such a great time when they're here uh, and they get to make such wonderful friends that when they graduate, they want to keep in touch. And as Mary said, it's a great way to blend both the friendship and also the networking aspect. And, um, you know, again, it's another great asset. In, in addition, it's a fundraiser, correct, Brian? The alums are helping the program? Absolutely, yes. They um, uh, they pay to attend the dinner, obviously, uh, but part of their uh, uh, fee that they pay will come to the, uh, part of it will go to the Maris Fund generally, and then part of it will also come to the Greystone Equity Fund. So they're continuing their involvement, which is great. So besides that specific event, if someone listening to this podcast wants to help, how can they, whether it be financial support or maybe as a guest speaker, mentor, anything like that? Absolutely, all of the above. Um, certainly, uh, you know, the advancement office, I'm sure, is always uh, willing to entertain calls from people who are uh, willing to contribute uh, financially. But uh, more broadly, uh, we love having guest speakers because one of the key things about the investment center and the classes here is that they're experiential. They're a way of bridging the gap between the academic and what happens in the real world in Wall Street and in finance uh, firms and, and corporate America generally. So if we can bring in people who actually are, you know, at the coal face, as it were, uh, you know, working in a pharmaceutical company or a bank or an insurance company or whatever, uh, it's great for the students to be able to get their perspective, learn what they do in their daily job, how they got those jobs, and also maybe most importantly, hear what advice those successful people have for our students today. So what, what, what advice can they give the students to help them become as successful as, as the speaker is? So, yeah, any type of involvement uh, or, or help, you know, financial or otherwise, we're, we're always glad to get. And also uh, mentoring advice. And we have a very strong now mentoring uh, program with our School of Management Advisory Board. So uh, we're always looking for people to help out there, too. Yes. And actually, in the School of Management also had a separate fundraiser. They had a golf tournament. Uh, a few months ago, actually, I think a month or two ago, um, another way for alums to get together, see each other and talk to folks from the program. Yeah, and that, that's a great way, again, of a demonstration of how Maris alums continue to give back because the proceeds of that golf outing uh, are certainly a significant portion that went uh, to pay for a scholarship for our, some of our senior students uh, to contribute towards their um uh, you know, financial aid. And that was uh, very, very welcome and highly appreciated both by students and faculty. So switching gears just a little, I want to talk about your more fun personal experiences at Maris, Skylar and Mary. Do you have a favorite Maris memory? It doesn't have to have anything to do with the investment center. Okay, I can start it off. Um, there's like a lot, <laughs> there's a lot of good memories um, here at Maris. And I think that in part it it's because our school is so small. So like, it's kind of like, we're small enough that you know a lot of people, but we're not so small that you know everybody. Um, so I've felt like over these four years, I've had so many classes, like seeing so many people and I feel like I'm meeting new people every day still. Um, so not that I particularly have like a specific favorite memory, um, but I think that the experiences of getting to meet all of like these amazing people at school and making so many friends um, has been the best part of about going here. 
I don't know how you manage being a D1 athlete while doing all this as well. That's crazy. I'm kind of used, I was kind of used to it because I played sports all, throughout my entire life. So like kind yeah. of juggling it. Um, yeah. And it's kind of easier now in college because I have less mm-hmm. classes than it was in high school. So yeah. it's okay. <laughs> crazy. What about you, Mary? I definitely think my two study abroad experiences were some of the highlights of Marist. So the study abroad Aspire program in Florence, Italy, and then my entire semester, fall, junior year in London, where I did an internship and courses. I think one of the reasons I went to Marist is because of the huge study abroad opportunity. My dad actually grew up in eight different countries before he turned wow. 18. So Ooh. I was honestly, I was just jealous and I wanted to try to mirror that if I could. Yeah. Wow. Did you, did he get to visit you when you were abroad? Actually he didn't. And I'll bring that up with him tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian, did I miss anything? Is there anything else any of you would like to share before we wrap up for today? No, just that uh, Maris is a great place to work. It's a great place to study. Um, you know, everybody here is very collegial. Uh, the students and professors get on really well together, I think. They get a fantastic education. And, uh, you know, Skylar and Mary, I think, are testament to that, that they can compete against the best in the world. and They can compete successfully. I would like to add that um, my high school is extremely competitive in a sort of toxic way. Uh, there were nine valedictorians, almost everyone went to Ivy Leagues, people would rip pages out of textbooks, things like that, it, it was insane. So when I was looking for college, I was looking for a strong caliber of academics, but I also didn't want something that was too intense, like my high school, and I found that especially at Marius and within the finance program, everyone is a team, we were all in the same boat, we all felt almost like underdogs. We were all trying to help each other get great jobs, rooting for each other's success. And it was such a breath of fresh air. I never regret my time at Marist. I'm so, so thankful. Oh, that's great to hear. Yeah. And I would say that these last four years have been amazing and crazy and so much fun. Um, And like what Mary said, I remember last last fall when all of us were applying to internships and all of us to be in the investment center trying to help each other prep for interviews and everything and even now um, for some of the seniors that don't have full-time offers yet we're all still trying to help them out with their super days and applications resumes whatever that we can um, do to help each other out so that we're all successful after we graduate and you did it after Skylar a year of COVID on a college campus Yes. <laughs> I have to say that the super day was a little more relaxed since I got to do it from my bedroom, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's still stressful. <laughs> Brian, actually one more question. Are you finding that um, a lot of the jobs are permanently remote now? No, I, um, no. I think they're going to go back. Uh, I mean, the, okay. even Mary you know, can tell us about moving back, but um, but the one thing I will say is it's a fantastic time for our students to be graduating because um, one, one change that we've seen is people, you know, have moved out of New York City and, you know, maybe they're trying different things that they hadn't considered doing before. So as a result, firms are looking to hire people and it's a great time to be graduating. Mm-hmm. 
Good note to end on. So Brian, Mary, and Skylar, thank you very much for taking time out of your schedules to chat with us today about Marison Investment Center. Thanks so much for having us. Thank you. Thanks. For those listening, we hope you'll join us again next week as we continue our series spotlighting what's happening here on the ground at Marist. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you can keep in touch and know every time we post a new episode of Marist Connections. We will continue to bring you conversations with students, faculty, staff, alumni, coaches, and others essential to the Marist community. If you have suggestions for future podcast themes or guests, please email them to maristalumni at marist.edu. Be sure to also check out Marist Alumni on Facebook and official Marist Alumni on Instagram. Have a great day, everyone.